Live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, you asked for it, the one, the only, the unexpected thrill of a lifetime podcast. It's Monday 31st, baby. Episode 17, Memorial Day. Of the new podcast from the city that claims to be the city of brotherly love. Philadelphia. Or Philly. That's right. It's UTL. The unexpected thrill of a lifetime. Brought to you by the evil carousel. I've got a show for you today. A good show, in my opinion. The best show. Let's hear it for me, you, anyone listening. Maybe one day you'll hear my voice echoing from a screen door of a city laundromat. It's muggy, exhaust from billowing in the wind. The wind blows. Cars roll by, cigarette rolls on the ground, and you hear my voice, and you hear me saying, that's right, it's episode 17, the age of the girl that Matt Gates felt it was necessary to sleep with. This is the only show you don't get tired of listening to. I'm taking over the EIB network for Rush Limb can't say his full name for various reasons, but Rush Lim in Limb, L-I-M-B indeed. Cue the fireworks. Anyway, it's 72 degrees and partly cloudy this morning. And we are sopping around like a sponge. We had rain, rain, rain for days and days here. But again, happy Memorial Day. And uh, we just wanna say a thank you and, and a slap on the back to any veterans or service members or corporals of sorts or anyone down the line. breaking barriers we're coming back it's 17 17 of these next week will be 18 what are we going to do for the 20th podcast we don't know we don't know but the candles lit the red bowl is cracked and we're uh, settling in for uh, for a nice time over here that's right the Unexpected Thrill of a Lifetime podcast with Dan Fisher on the Evil Carousel. If you're a new listener, well, thank you. And uh, we really appreciate it. Um, we're uh, going to be doing a little bit of new music right now. Uh, this is something that I like to call Keep It Moving. 
because uh you know that's what we do over here anyway we're in philly like i said you know the deal i got a great thing for you and your uh sweetheart to do or whoever uh there's one thing to check out in this in philly soon now that it's nights out Chofuso in Northwest Fairmount Park. I took the missus, my little sweetheart, this week, and we were blown away. Now this is a attraction that's probably best seen in the month of April, when all, when everything's blooming and everything's looking real nice. But you're 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 thinking Chofuso? Damn, what is this? That doesn't make any sense. Well. Chofuso is a 17th American, or 17th century Japanese house and garden in West Fairmont Park, Philadelphia, conceived and designed by mid-century modernist architect. The house was constructed in 1953 in uh, Nagoya, Japan, using traditional t- uh, materials and technique. Um, it exhi- exhibited for more than a year in the courtyard of Mo Ma in New York City before it was disassembled and then reassembled in its permanent location in 1958. The house remains one of the most authentic representations of Japanese architecture outside of Japan and draws over 30,000 visitors annually. Well, it was awesome. You walk in, you take your shoes off, you walk around the little the little uh, oriental house, you go out to the koi pond, there's big fish swimming all over the fucking place. And then you you walk off into the into the bamboo a little bit. You you're creeping through the sticks, you're you're getting through there and what do they find? A giant Buddha statue that literally has the power to draw you in and mystify you. Ooh yeah, ooh yeah. How we like in this new song. Well, no pizza tour this week. But if there is one thing I would like to recommend, it's Rosie Ta- Rosie's Taco Bar, originally from New York City. Rosie's Taco Bar is on Chestnut Street. Uh, right after you cross the bridge from University City. You can sit outside, they got many flavors of margaritas, they got a steak burrito that's out of sight. Give it a shot. You won't be disappointed. My buddy Alex can definitely confirm on that one. Alrighty. Well, that's what's going on in Philly. We had a, like I said, a cold and rainy, soppy, soggy, wet couple of days, man. It rained like crazy. It rained so hard. This is not a joke. It rained so hard. I was driving down the highway, and one of my windshield wipers just flew off. Just took, just took off. Just got out of there. So what are we going to do about that? You don't know. Ooh, listen to those fireworks. Well, I think we're going to be moving the show along in a minute here. Just waiting for this new track to finish. And somebody won't stop uh, firing off all these fireworks. <laughs> it's not funny. Bad for hearing. 
And fireworks just really aren't that interesting. All right. All right, everybody. Well, you've heard of it before. You know where it comes from. You know what I'm all about. We're going to steer the show into the segment of FFN News and our sponsor for this week. Um, let's see. What could we be? Uh, here we go. All right. Well, FFN News is brought to you by Icy Breaks. Tired of screechy brakes? Well, look no further. With icy brakes, after long hours of driving on the road, brakes can get red hot, and friction causes them into a frenzy. Now, with icy brakes, you'll experience the magic as compounds in our brake dust creates an icy charge, chilling out your rims and cooling down your eardrums. Order now on our website for easy payments and to opt into four easy payments of $12.95 you'll never hear brake noise again you'll you'll say you know what it's a pleasure to get in and drive around now you know I used to I used to slam on the brakes and hear a really loud squeak well now with icy brakes you won't run into that anymore icy brakes does however uh, cut down on the uh, ability to stop in your car so uh, get a good uh, running start uh, or a running stop if you will uh, to make sure that uh, you don't slide out of control and crash into everyone icy brakes well thank you very much for that and now on to the news. I'm Daniel Fisher, and this is FFN News. Yes, with all of the news being called fake today, there's FFN News, the real fake news that you can count on every week here at Monday at 9 a.m. on the Unexpected Throw of a Lifetime podcast. And here at FFN, we are cutting edge. You can't see it right now, but here's a picture showing us cutting off an edge of paper to prove we are cutting edge and that we have done our homework. FFN News Cicadas. After a slew of online recipes for cooking these buggy rodents, I'll try some, said Only Bear Grills. FFN News Giuliani. Well, the disgraced mayor of New York, Rudy Giuliani, who has been working for Trump, has been uh, kind of getting a reality check lately and preparing for his golden years of his life. That's right. While he's in prison, he and Trump and Matt Gates will form a uh, parody Three Stooges group where they will uh, injure themselves and cause inter entertainment and laughter for everyone else in the uh in the prison, it's going to be great. He's been uh, uh, 
uh, ordering things and setting aside times. He's really excited for his for his uh, extended stay with his boss. FFN News Corona. The government says that 50% of adults have not gotten vaccinated. We are looking at the glass half empty folks and saying that yes, there's 50% of the population that has gotten the vaccine, but then there's 50% that have not gotten it. What is wrong with you? FFN News Harvard. Harvard University announced that the ant farm is the strangest pet idea of all time. And now we turn to our popular segment where I have direct access to the red telephone line on Joe Biden's desk. Every week I ask him three questions about what's pressing this week and, and you know, basically how we should feel about it and respond. Joe Biden, how are you today? Right, great. Well, Joe, it looks like the January 6th commission has been destroyed. Mitch McConnell signaled to his Republicans and lobbied behind the scenes that they should not vote for this and that it will make them look bad and probably perform bad in the 2022 election. What are your thoughts? <coughs> okay, anyway. Uh, moving on, the infrastructure package, uh, your original dateline uh, deadline that you had set was today, Memorial Day. Um, do you have uh, you know, any qualms about the fact that they haven't gotten to bipartisan agreement yet? <coughs> okay, lastly, um, this uh, criminal investigation of the Trump Organization looks like it's heating up and getting pretty, ex uh, you know, uh, exciting. Uh, they have given uh, a grand jury uh, the heads up that they're going to be looking at some evidence. What, what is your what is your inside opinion? Uh, getting all the you know the news and the the updates inside the White House. Uh, okay. Alrighty. Well, thank you very much, Joe Biden. Um, not sure what I got out of that interview, but you know, uh, it was, uh, it was something I'll tell you that much. Uh, anyway, um, lastly, before we, uh, we wrap up the, the news here, I'm going to be unveiling, uh, two more, uh, uh, campaign promises and goals. That's right. In case you haven't heard, I'm going to be running for Senate. Pat Toomey's seat. <clears throat> Next year, he's going to be retiring in Pennsylvania. And last week, I talked about wanting to bring um, jailhouse gambling. Uh, I think that's going to be a great, great uh, addition for the insane gambler. Uh, we're going to do the music industry reform. And today, I'm here to bring you two more things. But first, I just want to tell you, you will know whether or not this election is rigged by if I win or not. Folks, if I don't win, if I don't win this election, you will know that it's rigged. And uh, then then you'll know that, that, that it just needs to be 
gotten rid of. It's just, you know, the whole process is just disgusting. Um, and, and we won't stand for it. But, you know, what can you do? Anyway, my campaign promises and my goals, my, my, my demands. The first thing is we are going to defund the fire department. That's right, folks. They say fire, firemen and firewomen are always riding around and, uh, you know, getting cats out of trees and putting fires out. Well, listen, the cat shouldn't be in trees in the first place. And we don't even want these fires to begin with. My second point is a little controversial, but I think you'll understand and I think you'll support it. There's a, been a rise on the internet of sex pests going after kids looking for child pornography and things like that. It's on the rise. Believe it or not, this is not a joke. Uh, when I was younger, I worked at a music shop and the owner was arrested and put in jail for uh, child pornography. He was looking for stuff on the internet and he got caught. Well, my response to this is that kids are getting better and better with technology. Kids pick up an iPad like they used to a little notebook and pencil. So what I'm advocating for is that these kids, kids are learning coding before they learn English nowadays. These kids, uh, we are going to train them as hackers who will go after and target these sex pests. So basically what it's going to be called, it's going to be the sex pest hackers hotline. So now these, we target these sex pests online who for some reason still have granted access to the internet, but then they will be trolled and, uh, and hacked by these kids uh, and they will, their identities will be stolen and they will have to start from scratch. Anyway, that is the news and uh, we are very happy that you decided to join us today. Uh, like I said, it's episode 17. You can't believe it. I can't believe it. Now it's the beef. Oh yeah. This is like riding a roller coaster. You're thinking to yourself, holy crap. What did this... What did this... What did this awesome music come from? What... What... Uh, what uh, where did you get this? I say I made it myself. That's right, just as a reminder, every part of this show is done by me. The music, the writing, all of it. So if you're thinking to yourself, you know what? This, this isn't that funny. This doesn't really make me laugh that much. Well, you try doing a show for once. You try doing it. Listen, we're on a roller coaster here. We're on a roller coaster of life. Uh, here we go down the hill. Alright, anyway, enough of that. The Beef with Dan Fisher. I just wanted to talk today about a few things. Number one is, uh, I mentioned it in FFN News, you know, Harvard University, uh, they, they claim that the strangest pet idea 
that there ever was and ever is is uh, the uh, the ant farm, and uh, that's a joke. I actually just say it's the strangest pet idea. Imagine, you know, most pets are one. You know, you get one dog, one cat at a time. You know, whatever. But an ant farm, you're bringing like a hundred of these little creatures just into your bedroom, and they're just working 24 hours. You know, how don't they ever get tired? You know, I mean, they they just they just hang out in there. And how how come the the uh, the Donald Trump of ants hasn't taken over yet and, and gone? We're gonna have the biggest tunnels. We're gonna have the biggest, most enormous holes ever. Can you imagine that? The Donald Trump ant just taking charge, saying, we're gonna build a, uh, we're gonna build a, uh, tower and a resort, and it's gonna be a wonderful tower resort. And, uh, anyway, I never had a real legit ant farm, so I guess I don't understand. But it's so bizarre, they send them through the mail, frozen, so that they, uh, they thaw by the time they get to you. And then... And then what, they just, again, they just dig and work forever and everything. I made a little makeshift ant farm one time. I was at a, I was at a friend of the family's uh, football draft party. And they, and I found an empty tube that you keep soccer balls in. And I filled it with dirt and ants. Because there was a lot of them and all kinds of goodies. And I accidentally got a spider in there. And the spiders systematically just wiped all of them out. But they dug an interesting little tunnel. But I, I didn't get the queen ant, so it never would have worked out anyway. Anyway, that's enough about that. Um, I, I also, uh, you know, I was thinking about social media. And, uh, you know, social media is a lot like the shopping that we do. It's very, it's kind of branded the same. It's a lot of, like, look at uh, Walmart and Facebook. Well, they're both blue logos with a lowercase letter on it. Well, actually, all of these things are. And uh, it got me to thinking that, you know, so Facebook is kind of like Walmart. Uh, most, a lot of people use it, but the quality isn't great. There's a lot of murky kind of weird stuff there. I don't know everything that's going on. And then Instagram is kind of like Target. They're both red and, you know, the, the fancy go on Target. You know, they, the flashy, everything like that. And then MySpace is kind of like Kmart. Um, it's still lurking around in a few corners of the world, but not many people's really using it. Um, there's an old Kmart in, in West Philly that I drive by once in a while, and the doors are open, but they look closed, but there's a homeless person with a shopping cart shambling out, so you never know. And then and then recently, I, I think I've added uh, that I think that uh, Twitter is a lot like Amazon, you know, a everyone uses Twitter, it's every, well, except for me, it's out there, uh, it's, it's big, it's delivering big things, and, uh, that's just pretty much what we're looking at here, um, another side note, uh, Chihuahua News. Now, if you're looking for something uh, exciting because you're coming off the high of Drake's birthday party, uh, Airbnb has little experiences that you can do now. And apparently there's one out there, one house, uh, I'm not sure exactly where it is. Uh, I was just given this copy, but you can go and you can have a Chihuahua experience. 
you go to this house that's on uh, Airbnb, and you go there and you get to walk a pack of chihuahuas. I think there's like between like six and ten, and they're all well, they're all little. There's the apple head and the deer head and all that, and they're all different ty- types, and it looks adorable. I mean. Some people just want to be emerged, immersed in that shit, but be careful because we all know the rule with Ch- Chihuahua Takeover. When there's more of them than there are of us, bad things happen. There will be no ankles anywhere. Today's segment of Views of a Driver is brought to you by at Views of a Driver on Instagram. Sort of my personal profile of sorts lately. I've been posting a lot of uh, cool things that I see on the road. Uh, today I'm going to talk about two, well, two quick stories. One, uh, while I was delivering for Amazon, um, I've been delivering to a lot of uh, farms, horse farms, seeing a lot of different things, goats, chickens, turkeys, ducks, uh, uh, horses, uh, cows, bulls, like all kinds of shit. Well, so I pull up on this long, long, long driveway of this farm, and I'm bumping down the road, and, you know, it's slowly getting there, and all of a sudden a woman on a tractor drives up. And she goes, excuse me. And I was like, hi. And she goes, yeah, I just want to let you know that there's a goat outside of the the cage just walking around. So just be careful. And I'm like, all right, that's a new one. So I drive down to the driveway, and there's just this goat with horns just walking around. It actually looks kind of scary. But um, dropped off my package, and I was on my way. But that story doesn't even stack up. To probably one of my, well, yeah, it is my wildest drunk passenger story while driving for Uber. I wish I could remember the guy's name, but I basically saved his life. Wait till you hear this. I'm down in Center City, Philly, by like maybe 15th and Locust. And... I'm looking for this guy, and he is drunk off his ass. It's a one-way street. I'm along the curb on the opposite side of the street from him, and he's just screaming into the phone, I can't find you, and he was so drunk he wasn't even looking in the right direction. So finally, I roll down the window, and I call to him, and I say, get in here. Uh, He goes to cross the street, looks the wrong way up the street and is about to step off the curb as a septibus is bouncing down the road like feet from him. He goes to step off the curb, I yell over the phone, STOP! And he quick stops, keeps both feet on the curb, and the the septibus just rolls by, like just coasting, like it would have flattened him completely if, if, you know if I hadn't said anything. So he gets over the car, and I'm driving him back to Maniunk, and he goes way, 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 way deep into personal information, telling me, you know, he can't handle his open relationship, and that uh, his life is a mess, and all this shit, and I'm just like, 
Listen, buddy. I'm trying to do a job here. So we get we get down to Maniunk and we pull up next to this bar. Of course, he's going to another bar near his house, but there are two bars right next to each other, and I didn't see which one he goes in. So he goes in the bar. I'm thinking the ride's over, and I look back in the back seat, and there's a lit up cell phone screen. Oh, I go, son of a bitch! I saved this guy's life. I drove him to this bar. I listened to him drone on endlessly. What's the deal here? So I get out of the car and I go, all right, I'm going to find this fucking guy because I don't want to come back down here, you know, 7 a.m. or whatever. Not that I'd have to, but. So I go in and I see him in the back. The first bar that I try and oh that was that was good that was easy, um, and uh, so I go up to him and I say, "Hey, buddy, you found you know you found uh, your uh, I found your phone." So he comes out. He's like, "Oh, thank you so much. Can you just take me home real quick? You know, I, I don't want to be uh, I just I don't want to be here and everything." So I, I'm like, all right, fine, you know, and he's like, I'll give you a real good tip. I'll give you a real good tip. I'm like, okay, whatever. So he gets back in the car. And we are, you know, uh, driving towards his house. And uh, so I go, hey, um, where is this place? Oh, right up here, right up here. Come on, I'm going to be a real nice tip and everything. So we pull up in front of his house. And uh, he hops out, and then he runs inside for a few minutes. And I'm like, oh, God. Um, where is this guy? So he's rummaging around. He's rummaging around. He, te he texts me. He's like, oh, hold on a minute. You know, uh, and so what does he do? He comes down, and uh, he runs out to the car, and he's like, oh, I got a tip for you. What does he give me? He gives me a, a, a piece of weed. And he's like, oh, here you go. And uh, I'm like, what is going on here? Sometimes the people, you just, you never can tell. Maybe that wasn't the most interesting story ever, but I saved his life. I took him to a bar. I took him home after that. I gave him his phone back. I mean, you know, if, if, if he was with anybody else or in a taxi, he would have been fucked. Oh, boy. Anyway, that, uh, well, I said it again. I'm always saying anyway. <sighs> well, now we're, we're on to uh, the album of the week this week. Uh, you know, the show has been flying down the rails. We've been, you know, discussing various things. And uh, so I think, uh, you know, I think it's time to talk about some movies and uh, and. Uh, the music too you know last week when i brought up um the uh the movie of the week the apocalypse now i should have uh i should have talked about one of the greatest In this world, two kinds of movie lines ever those with loaded guns those who take you've got to ask yourself one question do i feel lucky well do you punk all the 
moments will be lost in time. Like tears in rain. Good morning, Vietnam! Look at that. That's what I was talking about. We're gonna need, or um, no, not that way. I love the smell of maypalm in the morning. Nothing else in the world uh, smells like that. Smells like, smells like victory. What a great scene, what a great movie. I wanted to bring that uh, quote up last week, but I forgot about it. So now you, you heard it this week, and uh, along with some other iconic movie lines, Anyway, we're gonna dig in right to the movie, movie uh, talking about iconic Jurassic Park, the first one, Steven Spielberg. Now listen, you're going, why does he keep picking up these old movies? Well, this this is a classic. Jurassic Park, I mean, come on, that's even, that's even it's, it's like right up there with Jaws in terms of, you know, uh, sensational movies that people love that have to do with animals or lizards or, or whatever. And uh, one thing, is the Jurassic Park has great effect it really holds up um, you know and it's a it's a great movie you know the velociraptor scene and and the you know the 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 mosquito trapped in the sap you know uh, it's just uh, it's sensational it's a great movie so, if you haven't seen it in a while, I'd say check it out again. The other ones, not so much. I'm not a, I'm just not a big fan. And also, I once heard, and this is a little off color, but I heard once before that the opening song to uh, Jurassic Park. That, I heard it's the, uh, the best and worst song to masturbate to. <laughs> Anyway, the album of the week this week is Hot Fuzz by the or Hot Fuzz by the the Killers. Um, I think it came out somewhere in 2007 area, maybe. That's just a guess. Uh, I should have done my homework with that one, but it's a great album. You know, I love the Killers, uh, the band from Las Vegas, Brandon Flowers. What a great. What a great collection of, uh, of songs, you know, Jenny, uh, Jenny was a friend of mine, I love all the friend of mine, Sweet Child of Mine, all those songs, um, uh, Under the Gun, um, uh, you know, and uh, everything will be alright, everything, and indie rock and roll, you know, all that shit. But um, it's a great album, and it stands the test of time, and it's, it's, it's one where, uh, you know, I, I don't think there's very many weak tracks on the album. I think if you're just getting started into them, it's, a, it's you know, you're, you're just starting out, you're, you're oh, I'll get into these guys. Good, good album to get into. Um, definitely takes me back and gives me a little bit of nostalgia, but, you know, what else can you say? It's great music. We only choose great music, great food, great things on the show from a great place, Philadelphia, from a great guy, me, Dan. Um, and it's, uh, it's looking tremendous. 
a little bit into next week. Uh, next week will be, uh, like I said, the 18th episode. I'll be diving in a little bit more to some other of our favorite features. Of course, it'll be the FFN News and product placement and and uh, so forth and so such. Um, but I'm going to be talking a little bit more in the future about uh, my little history with music and uh, playing in a band and writing some songs. And, you know, I dove into some of that earlier, but I used to be in a band and I want to tell you about it and play uh, one of the songs that we recorded. Uh, but I'll talk about that a little bit more next week. Um, hopefully there'll be some more Chihuahua news and, uh, you know, other things of that nature. But it's been good. It's been a good show. You know, I actually sit down and I write this show out in a composition notebook each week and uh, gather some ideas and, uh, you know, we, we, we put it to the test and we see what works. We see what doesn't work. And, uh, you know, we'll, we're going to continue to do that because this is something that I enjoy to do. Um, and it's something that I hope you enjoy doing, too. And uh, with that, I mean, what, what else can you say? I think it might be the end of the show. Thank you very much for listening. Please, please like, subscribe. Show this show to somebody if you want to. Uh, or just keep listening. Either way, um, we need at least someone. So you, you, you better be up to the task here. Um, let us know what you think. Send me a message. Leave me a comment. Let me know. Damn it. Let me not know. But, uh, don't forget this is also listening. It's listenable on Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, and this is the end of the show now.